Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday. It is February 6th. I guess it's the first February. Uh, I mean, the first uh, Monday of February. I'll get it right here in a second. Coming off the weekend, it takes a little while to get uh, get everything working in the right direction here. Hey, uh, we did have a, a, a down day on Friday. It was, it was a pretty dismal day. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us in here in just a few seconds. And we'll look at um, what direction the market seems to be going this morning as well. Hey, before we do that, though, let's not forget, there are a lot of things in this world that you and I, we just cannot control. But we can control the risk in our portfolio. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design. Hey, with that, we've got Dave coming up next. 9.7 Light FM. Good morning. Hello. Glad you're here today. We're at 841 now. It's 19 before 9. Time to check in and find out what Wall Street's doing to your retirement fund this morning. Wasn't very nice what it did to them on Friday, I can tell you that. Maybe, just maybe, there's a little good news to start out the morning with. Problem is, it's not a lot of news, so we're actually going to trade based upon what the stocks are doing. Let's go downtown. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services is on the phone. Philip, I trust you had a good weekend. Hey, we did. You know, a little work on Saturday, but uh, Sunday, uh, church and dinner and with some friends. And so uh, a good a good weekend overall. I was kind of whining a little bit because it feels like I kind of missed a whole weekend. I had a big church convention Friday afternoon and all day Saturday up in up in Melbourne. Got back Saturday evening and then did my usual Sunday uh, church office groceries and house cleaning. And by the time I got done with all that, weekend was pretty well shot. So <laughs> I'm I'm glad I did the convention because it's always inspirational and gives me a whole new lease on my faith. But uh, it does kind of take a chunk out of the weekend. Speaking of the weekend, uh, we went into it with a down day Friday on Wall Street. Boy, did we on the NASDAQ. NASDAQ was down by 1.6% of the close, down 194 points. Dow lost 128, and the Standard & Poor's lost 43. And I wake up to one of my tip sheets this morning cautioning against the fear of missing out syndrome because everything is skyrocketing. I think this kid fell asleep on Friday and filed his Thursday column. What do you think? Yeah, I'm thinking so, because definitely Friday was uh, uh, doldrums, uh, to say the least, and it looks like we're going to head that same direction this morning. I'm not happy to hear that. I flippantly said when we first got on the phone before going on the air, it's almost like that they they kind of read a little deeper into the Federal Reserve decision from earlier in the week, and I think that's probably it, because Paulson... Paulson did say that he saw signs of disinflation, but he also said absolutely nothing about stopping the interest rate increases. And I was trying to figure out what the sudden enthusiasm was off that press conference. Yeah, I mean, me as well, because I mean, we're still seeing, um, you know, oil prices high. I mean, there's still just so much headwind, David. It's hard to say at what point we're we're going to get through this. I was having a conversation. Sunday uh, with a, a, a friend of church and talking about RV sales and, you know, mm -hmm. how much they've dwindled, actually. We're not seeing that in the numbers yet, but, you know, he was telling me that, um, you know, he's seen RV sales drop by 50% year over year. Wow. So, yeah, that's a pretty big number. Now, we haven't really seen that flush out a lot in the earnings reports, but um, yeah, the, uh, and the we'll thing that hits me year. is those 
those big-ticket items, too, are the items that have pretty much survived the downtick comparatively. I mean, our, our RV manufacturers, for the most part, have been our champions when their quarterly reports come out because people are doing a lot more of those and, well, might be an economy move going on an RV instead of going to hotels. But by and large, big-ticket items have survived pretty well. And if RV sales are starting to tank, well, that's one more sector to start looking at carefully, isn't it? It really is one of those things we'll definitely start taking a better look at when they when they issue these earnings in the, for the for the last quarter because I think that could be a telling sign um, as we look at those because I, I know we're seeing used RVs that, you know prices fall just like used mm-hmm. cars we're seeing those prices finally start to retreat some as well. Cars at the very least were able to explain because some of the supply shortages on new models finally starting to get back to semi-normal again. So, okay, the premium prices on used cars ending up settling back down to normal. But when you take a whole sector, both new and used RVs, uh, sales going down, that's one more sector to start watching. And you were mentioning that things are starting to go around. You and I were talking about the bond rates uh, before we went on the air, the 10-year Treasury bill. I'm reading it, and I've got a delayed quote. You're probably more accurate than mine, but still, 10-year Treasury bills are over 3.6% this morning. Well, we got a quarter point last week. The market listened, and the bonds are inching up. A lot of those things we're not going to see for a while until they impact the federal government as bonds roll over. But uh, they're trading, geez, two, three, three and a half percentage points over what they were last year at this time. And that's going to end up putting more crimps into the federal budget items as our interest payments go up. It sure will, Dave. And we are getting really close to uh, an inversion between the 10 and the 30. I mean, there's like five one hundredths percent between the difference, uh, 362 and 367. So it's, um, yeah, when we see that inversion, that'll be everything inverted against the 30. Which, Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we've crazy. been seeing that two to three. Uh, we've been seeing the inversion between the two and the thirty now for months. Two is going at like four point three. The thirties at three point eight or three point six eight. That inversion's been there for a while, but the five and the ten have been mostly in line, and that's going upside down now as well. Yeah, the five is inverted because it's at three point almost three point eight. So uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, that's that's a change from my delayed quote, believe me. In the face of all of this, my headline news for the morning is the fast food chain Shake Shack. Evidently, they've noticed that the luxury goods and high-end things are moving better, too. They announced this morning they're going to start selling truffles, which truffles, I have yeah. absolutely no snarky response for except to let that fall flat and say you can buy truffles at a fast food joint. Well, you know, they, they, everybody's got to pick up on the trends, and, and that's a trend that's that's uh, out there. It's been growing and growing, and so yeah, we're we're hey, that's uh, if they can do it, people will pay for it. That'll be more to their top and bottom line. Yeah, next thing you know, Taco Bell's going to be sell, selling fish with the heads on them or something. That doesn't <sighs> okay. sound quite as appetizing. No, not to me, but I've got a couple of friends that absolutely love it when they go out and eat Mexican. That's 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 the overall. Things are just generally upside down what they expected to. But I had to share that giggle that the uh, morning brief from one of my tip sheets said that the fear of missing out is taking over. And in fairness, you do have to say, at the very least, the Dow and the S&P, I haven't done the exact math, but I think that they're even pulling out of correction level. We're nowhere near the historic highs. 
But at the very least, on the blue chip side of the market, we're slowly but surely crawling our way out of the, you know, out of the bear market that we were looking at. We're nowhere near out of it yet, but at the very least, the trend is somewhat upward, even though it's been kind of unpleasant for the last couple of days. NASDAQ's got a ton of a distance to go. They're still a good 15, 17% down from where they were at their high. Yeah, they, they still they still have a ways to go for sure. Um, and today is uh, just like Friday. It's not going to help them at all. And I don't see anything changing to help that either, because like I said, there's no economic news coming out this week, really, Dave. So so there's not much to drive it other than earnings. And so far, um, we'll talk about in a minute that that's not helping at all either. Yeah, shucks, because I was saying the only thing that's going to drive the market this week is going to be the reports that come out. Speaking of which, you did find a couple of household names that reported this morning anyway. I did. Tyson Foods reported, um, and they had a dismal quarter day. They were expected to earn $1.34. They only made a dollar. I mean, they only made 85 cents a share. Um, and so that was not good. They missed on revenue as well. And they are getting punished this morning, down almost 5%. Um, and they are within $1.50 of being at a 52-week low. Right now, they would be at $60.89. Their 52-week low is $59.38. So, uh, Rudd, what, yeah. what did they say the cost was? I would assume that they're a sundry manufacturer, but I was looking at Tyson when you told me you had a report, and I was wondering what the heck's happening. You know, it doesn't dive deep into the uh, the aspects of what happened, but it was just a weaker than expected results. Uh, I mean, they're still profitable and they still make good money, but not as much as the analysts had originally expected. Hmm. I guess I need to go to batteries, huh? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so then we had Energizer come out and uh, Energizer missed as well on uh, all their expectations. So they're trading down. Now, they did reaffirm their earnings per share revenue growth guidance for the full year, but for the quarter, they, they took it on the chin. Down 6% this morning to $35 a share right now. This just ain't good news from one end of the market to the other, and uh, we certainly aren't going to see a lot more of it when we get to the overall indexes. As mentioned, Friday was an off day for all three of the indexes, a particularly bad one on NASDAQ. 45 minutes before we opened this morning, I'm not seeing a lot of good news on my ticker here, and I'll bet you yours is even worse because you've got an immediate ticks. I, yeah, I can't find anything good either, Dave, unfortunately. We'll have to start off Monday morning in the doldrums, right? So we got the Dow down uh, six-tenths of a percent. That's $207. NASDAQ, is, 100, is down 1.1%. That's another $138. The S&P 500 is down a little over eight-tenths of a percent. That's almost $35. So we got everything just heading south fast. We've got silver and gold. Silver is taking a real beating, not so much this morning, but from Friday's close. It's down a tenth of a percent, but Friday, man, it lost again because it's down well below uh, 23. It's at $22.38. Um, and just think, two days before that, I think it was at 24-something. So silver is very volatile right now. Gold mm -hmm. is taking a big dip, too. It's up this morning, four-tenths, but it's still at 1884, back below 1900 an ounce. Crude oil is up uh, 1%, $74.11 a barrel, which looks to me like it was lower than what it was on Friday. 
Yeah, I think it was lower than Friday at this time, but yeah, I've always said I don't like it when the reasoning is that we're looking at an economic downturn, and that's why they're trading crude down. I'd just soon go down for supply reasons. Overseas markets, we had a mixed bag in Asia, but the trend was decidedly down. Hong Kong at the close this morning, down almost two full percentage points. Europe is looking at our futures and saying, yeesh, France and Germany are both down more than 1% midway through their day. I need a plan. Figure out how I can retire someday, Philip. That takes planning in a volatile market like this. How do I find you to put it all together? Yeah, that's exactly why we developed our core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning, hopefully with better news than we got to start this morning out. You have a good day, Philip. All right, you too, my man. Thank you much. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Everybody, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that your week gets started off on the right foot. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day.